Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now, Kramer and Jess. Mornings on Mix 106.5. Yes, hello indeed. Happy Monday and happy Ravens win Monday, Baltimore. These always feel better, don't they? Oh, yeah. Like the Sunday truly in the fall dictates how Monday is going to feel. Yes, it does. <laughs> how the it, show is going to feel. How everybody's going to be talking at work today. How the city's going to feel. It's. Uh, I'm always happy to see a Ravens win because I'm like, you know what? Monday shows going to be a little bit brighter because of that. It's a little easier to wake up to on days like this, right? A little bit. Smidge. What up? Six o'clock club. We're back at it. 410-583-1065. Text us. We just want to shout you out, say good morning, see who's here. Maybe got some big news from the weekend you want to share. We'd love to hear that too. 410-583-1065. Veronica is here. Good morning to our Greek goddess Diana from Annapolis. Jess R. from Westminster is checking in. Beautiful Beverly is here. Carola Princess Anne. Happy Monday to Magic Mike. Sexy Dan from the Eastern Shore. BTSZ is here. John the Annapolis Locator. Uh, Tommy G from Bel Air. Good morning. Lee is here. Terry, Cheryl, Clever Kevin is checking in. Terrence, Amanda in Millersville. Our kinder care ladies, Karen and Amber. Deanna from Dundalk. Francesca the Nurse. Kathy in Parkville. And Mama McJam from Elkton. Happy Monday. Please be insanely careful as you drive in this morning. Depending on where you are in the state of Maryland right now, that storm is coming through. That had to have probably been the most stressful commute we've had in the last three years. Are we at three years yet? What day is our anniversary? 14th? Mm-hmm. So in three years that had, did you get hit by the storm this morning or no? This morning? Yeah. Uh, I I got here, it was like sprinkling by the time I got to work. So thankfully I was inside already. So let me tell you why this was even more insane. Because it was like, it was downpour. Like downpour like we've never seen, at least at this time in the morning. So what makes it even worse is you're driving in the rain. It's already scary, stressful enough. Y'all, in my back seat today, and we'll talk more about this later on this week. In the back seat of my car is a 9,000-piece Titanic Lego set. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which has been an absolute nightmare mm-hmm. trying to transport from my home. I did this for the kids, uh, kids over at uh, Kennedy Krager Center, and I, which is a great idea. I love it. They said, hey, you got this Titanic Lego set that you bought. You have nothing to do with it. Give it to the kids. I'm like, that's fantastic. Everything's awesome until you got to put it in your car and take it to point Y'all, B. Yeah. Lego sets don't move. Like, they're not meant to be, like, moved around. Right. Up a condo, down a condo, in a back of a car, yeah. in a rainstorm. Lego sets and cakes. I don't know what's worse. Gives me fear. I don't know what's You know? Worse. I'm so ready to get that damn thing out of the backseat of my car right now. Like, please, can we do that? But honestly, no matter what you got in your backseat today, <laughs> please be careful because that storm is just nuts this morning. Now, now, now. These are the top 
three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three <laughs> with Jess. Number three. Football is back, and the Ravens open the season at home against the Houston Texans with a 25-9 victory on Sunday. Obviously, this was a massive win for the flock, but all of the post-game attention was focused on the health of running back J.K. Dobbins. He left the game with an ankle injury in the third quarter, and Coach Harbaugh has confirmed that the Ravens will lose Dobbins for the rest of the season with a torn Achilles. Now, the reason why this was so devastating to see yesterday is because Dobbins has been working so hard Hard, uh, to get back from a chronic knee injury since 2021, only being able to play eight games last season. Lamar shared his thoughts and support for J.K. That's, that's very unfortunate, you know. Like, I feel like J.K. been busting his behind, you know, to get back on that field and, you know, just show the world what he's capable of. And for him to go down with a season-ending injury, that's just very unfortunate for us. Not just him, for all of us, because that's our brother. So our our hearts definitely go out to J.K. this morning. The Ravens will travel to Cincinnati for a divisional matchup against the Bengals this Sunday, September 17th at 1 p.m. I mean, injuries are obviously never good, but can you imagine? It was so sad. (laughs) I was so sad yesterday. You've really been, like, busting your hump trying to get back out there. And then the first game. Yeah. Ugh. Number two. To mark the 22nd anniversary of the September 11th attacks, the Tunnels to Towers Foundation has provided 22 American heroes and their families with mortgage-free homes. The beneficiaries include 11 first responders who died from 9-11-related illnesses, five who passed away from COVID contracted during duty, four killed in the line of duty, um, one critically injured first responder, and one severely injured military veteran. A T2T was founded by Frank Siller in memory of his brother, FDNY firefighter Stephen Siller, who died on 9-11 and is dedicated to honoring the sacrifices of our first responders. I love that. I love that there's, you know, still in the forefront of many people's minds, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, today, obviously, is September the 11th. Do you remember that feeling on that day, by the way? I that, do. Like it's yesterday. very, very weird how that, like, vivid scene is in my head. I was with my parents in our living room, and I remember watching my parents, like, staring at the TV, and it was just, it was devastating. Well, you and I were both kids. I think I was, I was my senior year, so I was still considering myself a kid, um, senior year of high school, and, like, it was seemed so big, you mm-hmm. know, at that point. I mean, it would still be big today, don't get me wrong, but, like, as a kid, I'm sure even at your age, especially, yeah. it would have been even more scary, you know? Yeah. Number one. Drew Barrymore announced that the Drew Barrymore show will return for its fourth season on September 18th, and now she is dealing with some fallout from the unions. Barrymore says the show will tape in accordance with the rules of the SAG-AFTRA and Writers Guild of America Strikes, saying, quote, I own this choice for our show, and it may have my name on it, but this is bigger than me, adding we are in compliance with not discussing or promoting film and television that has struck of any kind. However... After she announced the return, the Writers Guild of America shared a statement of their own saying, quote, The Guild has and will continue to picket struck shows that are in production during the strike. Any writing on the Drew Barrymore show is in violation of WGA strike rules. The Guild does plan on uh, picketing her show studios today and tomorrow. It's got to be getting hard now, though, to be honest with you. Like, it'd be hard if you were a writer. And you see a paycheck sitting out there. And I know everyone wants to be loyal to the game and do what's right. But, y'all, it's been 
months. That's why I, it's it's sad because when she did say it's bigger than me and I think right now she's she's thinking of her staff. So what are you supposed to do? Tell a hundred and some odd people? We've like, been out of work since early May. I'm sure and listen, I get it. Like those that are, are the loudest, the ones people you see on TikTok that are, are making the point, and they're not wrong. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta remember like, these are people with families and mortgages and rents to pay. Like what yeah. would you do? I'm yeah. sure I, the first month we'd all be like, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. But like month five and six, yeah. we'd all kind of look at this like Yo, so what's next? What's up with rent, though, you know? This yeah. is Jess, and that was your top three. Whatever you do, please never leave your dog stranded at the airport in a stroller. This story is going to make you infuriated this morning, because it does for me, but it has a happy ending as we get into PA, so cray-cray. The world is happening up in Pennsylvania. I can tell you, not good football. Steelers lost yesterday, just for the record. Uh, that, was, that was nice to see. <laughs> Y'all, we, we call this segment PA So Cray Cray because they are lovely humans. Don't get me wrong, right? Great humans in Pennsylvania. Weirdest news stories with the exception of Florida. Yeah? yeah. Yeah. So once a week, we take the opportunity to point out like, what? All right. Let me take you up to Pittsburgh. I just want to set the scene for you, okay? It's it's the airport a woman walks in with a French bulldog, and she's pushing this French bulldog in a baby stroller. Mm-hmm. She goes to get on the plane, and they're like, ma'am, you can't take your, your dog on the plane. And she's like, no, 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 don't worry about it. He's my emotional support dog. Which you are allowed to, right? Well, you can, as long as you have proper documentation oh, okay. that it actually is an emotional support dog. And nowadays, too... You have to have, you got to pay, even back in the day, you could fly dogs for free if you just said they're emotional support, but now you've got to pay for the emotional support animals as well, because some people are like rigging the system and whatever. So that got ruined, right? So they're like, listen, it's fine, but since you don't have proper documentation, you're going to put your dog in a crate, because apparently she's done no research into how you bring an emotional support animal onto a plane, and a stroller, by the way, Mm -hmm. is not the proper way to do this. Yeah. So instead of just dealing with it, what she decides to do is go out to the parking lot with the dog, and she abandons the dog oh, in the stroller. I, I think I saw that. Literally attached the, the stroller to a post, yeah. attached the dog to the stroller, left. With intentions to, like, well, hope her dog was there when she got back, or really was just like, Jesus, take so, the wheel. If my dog's here, cool. If not, then it is what it is. At time of story, because this is where it gets kind of crazy, okay? So it's 5.30 in the morning, by the way, oh, when this whole thing happens, right? Yeah. They, they find the dog shortly after. Like, somebody from the airport's like, hey, there's a dog. And a stroller. And a stroller outside. She had left some food and water, which I guess is is nice. But the worker said that he looked very sad. Well, duh. Clearly, right? So... Good news is, is that the police came, they took the pet to the animal shelter. They found a microchip on the pet, but they weren't actually able to get in touch with the owner. Yeah. Like, owner never answered the phone, ever. Good news is, though, they actually have, have tons of people called to actually adopt this dog. Good. It was left in the stroller. Good. What? That's crazy. You can't just bring your dog in a stroller onto a plane with no documentation. Not a lot of people are out during that time. It's so early. It's 5.30 in the morning. It's terrifying. I don't know if I'm just more sensitive because y'all know how much I love dogs, but I cannot imagine. And we've heard so many crazy, terrible abandonment stories when it comes to working with barks locally. But like, woman, 
All you had to do is put your dog in the crate. Yeah. You put your dog in the crate, the crate could have gone. Here's the, the Pittsburgh police, by the way, with a reminder for all of us. I know you don't need this reminder because you're an educated adult, but... We would just ask if you're traveling with an animal uh, to check with your airline ahead of time and make sure you know the policies um, for the safe transportation of your animal to your destination. Like, what happens in Pennsylvania? Things get so weird. And that's what we call PA so cray-cray. Like, how is your work-life balance? And really the balance in your whole entire life. Like, for example, yesterday, were you able to, like, enjoy the Ravens game and, you know, enjoy time with the family without having to check in with work and do emails on a Sunday or something mm-hmm. like that? You know what I mean? Think about your answer, honestly. And be, you don't have to be honest with us. Be honest with yourself as we get into this week's Mom's Monday Motivation. On Monday, we do something called Mom's Monday Motivation on our show. This is just something to just... Try to make Mondays a little bit better, but it's not your favorite day of the week. Hopefully, it's something to look forward to just to perk you up, make you excited for the week. And to do so, we brought in the most motivational person I know all the way from Georgia. This is my mom, Nancy Yancey. Hi, mom. Hi, honeys. So my mom and I have a podcast. It's called Certified Mama's Boy, which you can listen to on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. But for this show, it's all about motivation. So what we got today, mom? Okay, it's from Ajon Brom. Balance is not something you find, it's something you create. It requires awareness, intention, and constant adjustments. You know, what? who doesn't struggle with that, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, we all have to find that life-work balance, so to speak. What? We I- just have to find life balance. I I think that you're not, no one's going to do it for you. Okay. And here's the problem. If you're not balancing it out, somebody's going to try to tip it more towards their side. Everyone's always going to need something from you right now, especially as we're getting back into school, you're adding a whole new layer of responsibility that you didn't have even a week or two ago, right? Getting back into school and you know, your husband or your wife may need something, your partner may need something, your boss may need something, you know, your friends may need something to where all of a sudden you're like, wait, where do I do it? But you got to be in charge of it, right? You got to be in charge of how you're waiting your life. Like I am a terrible workaholic, and I, this actually got so bad over the last couple of years of just working either on this show, on the podcast, on our, our side podcast. That like I found my personal life went to hell, mm. like to a point where like I was getting pretty lonely because I just realized all I do is work constantly. I was, I was proud of my work and I love what I do, but I was just like as a soul, like my soul felt empty, you know. So that's kind of now what I'm having to unbalance. As we go to kind of get more of my personal life back in there, you know? Yeah. And balance is boundaries and you have to create them. And I think it applies with work and also personal relationships um, and how much you're giving and how much you can take in, like when it comes to friends. And it doesn't mean that you don't love them or you don't want to help them through something. But sometimes you just have to be able to recognize how much you can actually handle. And it's okay if you can, if you're only able to give so much and you know hey like i i love you and i want to be here for you through this but like i can only do this once a week or you you know what i mean and and so and it's okay if like that phone call only happens once a week and you can't be that go-to person every single day but i would say the same thing too even with things that you love right for example jess is planning her wedding you still Mm got to balance that out too with with your life you can't just always be that that, a wedding planning process as i'm sure you're learning could be a 24 hours a day job responsibility and if there is no balance then you'll start to resent that one one thing yeah. all of a sudden like in therapy I'm, t- I'm like talking about all these things and I'm basically taking away the joy of the experience that's supposed to be so happy because I'm having an issue balancing that out sure it's yeah. important man think about seriously if you were to put your life into a pie chart 
where does everything lie? And if it doesn't seem somewhat weighted, maybe it's time today to start thinking about how you can readjust certain pieces of the pie to make it better, you know? Mm-hmm. All right, that's Mom's Money Motivation for the day, brought to you by the, the, the world's greatest mom, Nancy <laughs> Yancey. And uh, we have a podcast called Certified Mama's Boy on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. And Mom, until next week, I love you. Okay. Love you guys forever. Who else's household is way more peaceful this morning because of the Ravens win? <laughs> and what do, what do you mean by that? So uh, my fiance, Garage Boy, and I, who are getting married in like 235 days, by the way, <laughs> love him. Best friend. It's all gravy. However, an area of contention in our relationship is football. Mm. I am a Ravens fan, and he is a Los Angeles Rams fan. What a dummy. And Why would he? Listen, uh, this has caused a lot of issues with us, especially when we've gone to Ravens events um, for for just personally and for work, and he will deliberately and disrespectfully uh, wear Rams gear um, very obnoxiously, and it can cause issues on Sundays. And for the first time, both of our teams won on the same day. And it was a totally different vibe. It was a very different vibe that the Ravens won, beating the Houston Texans 25 to 9. And then the Rams beat the Seattle Seahawks for their uh, season opener. And like, we were we were so happy. So, well, explain this to me. I'm I'm not a huge football guy, so I've never had I've never dated anybody that was a huge football person as well. So like, yeah. I don't really understand how this works. So, since you guys are separate teams, if the Ravens lose and the Rams win, what's the vibe in your house the rest of that day into into Monday? Well, it's even worse if the Ravens game is first and you lose. Uh, yeah. And then his game is second and he's all, yeah, woo, that's right. So he rubs it in your face. Well, no, I mean, it's just a natural reaction. Oh, he's, he's not He's not doing it on okay. purpose, but it doesn't feel good. When your team loses, and then you watch another game, and then his team is winning, and he's happy about it. And you're still depressed And over I'm here. obviously pissed. Okay, got and in, it. A, in a bad mood, and then at the end of it, he was like, well, you know. So it makes and it then, no- And then he will rub it in after the fact. What is your household like if the Ravens win, and his team loses? Then you're coming off a high, and you're like, how great is this? This is so fantastic. So fantastic. And then he's watching his game, and it's not going well. And I'm just sitting there. Oh, and what am I going to do? I'm right. just like, well, wow, that's, you know, yeah, you I'm sorry for your loss. Right. However, it is what it is. We'll see you in December. What if both <laughs> teams lose? Then what's the vibe if of the house? If both teams lose, then, like, we're both angry. We don't like each other, and we don't want to talk about it, and we're, and we're just depressed, which means the following Monday is depressing. Yeah. So, t- so yesterday, it was so much fun. We were so happy. And then this morning, again, the vibe is like, oh my gosh, how great was yesterday? So what I guess I'm curious about is how many people in the state of Maryland, like the Ravens outcome affects your relationship in some way and somehow. Does that sound like you too? You want to call us 410-583-1065? Like Sunday's games are going to dictate your relationship some way, somehow. That's who we want to talk to this morning. 410-583-1065. Hey, Danielle from Dundalk. Good morning. Morning. Wait, so how do Ravens outcomes affect your relationship? Um, Because my boyfriend likes the commander. And that's very, yeah. very close. That's very tough. Close that's to that a little too close to home, right? I mean, not the way they play. <laughs> but, okay, but since both of your guys' teams won yesterday, how was the vibe? 
everyone's happy. Everyone's happy. Okay. So, okay. so still had to say something about we should have played better because of it being the Texans. So right. if if both teams win, everything's good in the household. What happens if both teams lose? Oh, nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. It's a don't grumpy. Don't look at us. Yeah. Wow. Grumpy don't talk afternoon. to us. Don't invite us anywhere. Like, grab the drink. <laughs> you yeah. sit on the couch. I'll sit on the chair. And then what if one team wins and the other one loses? Well, it's usually the commanders losing. Obviously. I mean, I gloat all the time. Of course yeah. you do. Of course you do. I mean, and then he also has the nerve to wear his hat to the Ravens game, like when we go to work events. <laughs> and I will say, I, that really does upset me because Garage Boy yeah, will do the same thing. There's a picture of us on my Instagram at a Ravens game and he has his hat on. So yeah. It's causing it's causing issues It's here. rude. It's like, if you get beat up, I'm going to have to jump you too. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll be fighting, <laughs> I'll be fighting with alliance, them. To show my loyalty. <laughs> yeah. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Mix 106.5. When your best friend runs out of advice. And your therapist won't return your calls. And how does that make you feel? There's group therapy with Kramer and Jess. Uh, this is uh, Cynthia from uh, Bel Air. Hey, Cynthia, what's uh, what's our dilemma this morning? If you are over forty, you should not be doing boys' night anymore. What? Uh, what do you mean? Oh. <laughs> so, my husband went to the Ravens game yesterday mm-hmm. and didn't come home till about one forty-five in the morning. He was so drunk. Mm-hmm. He woke me up. Woke my kids up. Oh. And I really just reached my limit. Like, it's, he's almost 40 years old, and it's a bad look in front of our kids. It's not attractive to me. It's extremely off-putting, and I really just don't want to put up with it anymore. So you mean, like, you don't feel comfortable anymore with your husband going out with his group of friends and drinking alcohol? Is that for clarity's I, sake? I really don't at this point. So you you told him what you said. I no more guys night out, pretty much. Yeah. 
So what about like like time with like the girlfriends though? Like, do you feel like you can go out girls only night and like have some wine and? Yes, I do because I come home. I have like one or two drinks and I come home and I'm coherent and normal <laughs> and it doesn't affect my life the yeah. next day. It doesn't yeah. affect my parenting. Okay. Yes. I mean, it's like night and day when we when we go out. And this isn't like a problem, right? Like he's not getting like this throughout the work week or like every single day. This is just specifically when he hangs out with friends. Yeah, I mean, I definitely wouldn't say it's every day. Otherwise, this would really, really be a problem. But yeah. I mean, it's just, he's like I said, he's reaching 40. I just think it's embarrassing. Yeah. And like, I know there's a lot of other women that agree with me. It's like the second they hit, I don't know, 30, it's like there should be no more boys nights out. I mean, it's just they, they can't control themselves. Well, uh, we would be, <laughs> I'd be happy to test that theory this morning. Uh, 410-583-1065. So Cynthia is is trying to prove that uh, that women think that basically after your husband turns 30, especially as he's getting upper 30, 40, 50, mm-hmm. like, should they not be allowed to go out and drink with the boys anymore? Like, is it getting, does it get too far like it's just not a cute look anymore because she's at a point now where she wants to like ban her husband from basically doing that Mm -hmm. does that sound like your relationship too 410-583-1065 i mean jess garage boy is 30 yeah if he was going out you know drinking with the boys like would i take that away from him does that bother no how about this this is two part number one does it bother you Uh and then number two if the answer is yes then should you say like enough is enough at some point it doesn't bother me because it's always it's like occasions right and I, I have i seen him get carried away yeah but i'd say with us not being close to our friends i like cherish that for him because he doesn't get to do that all the time yeah last night what happened is not okay i would be upset waking up the kids and everything like that you have every right to be upset i just feel like we need to find some sort of self-control because i don't think you can take that away completely i think that's kind of unfair i mean i'll be honest it made me uncomfortable like girls night outs made me uncomfortable once i was married so i I see like your let's put it this way at my age at 40 if i was dating somebody and they were going on like girls nights out all the time and they were getting wasted and coming home in the middle of the night for occasions like that we asked her he's not doing this every single day during the week it's not like every day like for if games this, if for this happened more than like once a year for me i'd have a problem with more it. than once yeah. a year i would say i would say I more i think that's ridiculous no i i see i i understand where more you're coming from more than one from. person has a birthday a year i think that's a but little but you shouldn't get wasted every time it's a birthday like that's that's the problem right all right 410-583-1065 i mean do you agree with that theory like after the age of 30 like guys shouldn't be having guys nights out Hey, Julie from the Eastern Shore, good morning. How are you? We're good. I mean, do you think the guys should stop doing guys' nights out after the, you know, in their 30s, I guess? No, because I feel like when you're in your 30s and you, like, can provide for your family and you can actually afford to go out and do fun things and go to football games and do all those things, I think you've earned that. And I think if you're providing for your family through the week, then you have the right on weekends once in a while to go out and have a good time. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're You're in a relationship? Absolutely, and I have two children at home, and one is 10 months old. Okay, so like your husband, and you're married to a man? Yeah. Okay, so you, you go out, and like he, he, he comes in, and he's, and he's drunk, and you're okay with this, because you're like, my guy's just out having a good time, and I'm, and I'm happy for him. Yeah, if I know ahead of time that you're going to come home and be a mess, then here's your clothes on the couch, there's your pillow, all okay. that. Go ahead and just stay on the couch, so, and yeah. don't make up the you just need to be prepared. You have to have all the information, and you want to know it's going to go down. 
Absolutely. But I feel like if your guy is going to the football game, you have an idea that he's going to come home pretty messed up. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, 145 is a bit late. I'll give her, I mean, it was an early game. It was a long day gone, but still, okay. You're, but you'd still be happy in that situation that your guy went out and had a good time. Sure. Because there's certain things throughout the year I think that guys want to celebrate. Yeah. Football games, first day of hunting season, going to the butcher shop with the guys. Like, there's so many things that I feel like guys want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. We hear you. Thank you for calling Thank us. You. Appreciate it. <laughs> Have a good one, guys. You too. 410-583-1065. Misty from Annapolis, good morning. Good morning. I mean, what do you think about banning guys' nights out once they get past the age of 30? I think it's a great idea. Me and my friends have our own role um, because we're all, you know, we're a pretty big group of friends. All the husbands and wives are friends. Um, And we made a rule that if alcohol is involved, the women have to be involved. Really? Like for every single activity? Yeah, just no men-only alcohol events. So Why? why? Well, I just think that the men get out of control. They start to feel like they're in their 20s and they need to burn it all down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, when the women are there, it's just a little bit more civilized and a little bit more respectable. And everybody remembers they're in their 30s. So are they not allowed, or are the guys not allowed to do anything by themselves, just them? Like all the couples have to be there together? Well... I mean, most activities we like to do together. So, like, if we're going golfing or poker or whatever, it's everybody. If the guys want to go golfing alone, that's fine, but they're going to do it soberly. Do they... Well, what about girls' nights? Do you guys not do girls' nights then? Oh, it's not the same thing. You know, women will get together. I don't know that I... I don't know that I agree with that. I don't... I... That... There... How is that any different than the, if you're able to go out and have wine with your friends? And why couldn't your husband go out and have beer with his friends, or even wine, well, wine with his friends? Be, because it's not the same. Yes, we're together and we'll you know relax with a glass of wine, but it's it's not a you know big escape from all responsibilities and you know home life. Okay, so okay. so for you, her saying telling your husband no more boys nights out sounds sounds fair to you. Yeah, okay. I I mean, he said he came home at one something in the morning. Yeah. Absolutely not. Okay. Okay. Uh, thank you for calling us. Sure. Hi, Terry. Good morning. Good morning. Do you agree with this? Should we be canceling guys' nights out when they're in their 30s? I'm sitting in my car laughing. These girls just don't have any idea. <laughs> I'm 64 years old. I was married for 40 years. Mm-hmm. And if you try to control a man like that, he's only going to he's only going to pull away from you. You see why men run from marriage. These women are. I'm sorry. They are just thinking the wrong way. Um, you say to your husband, "I'm you know I was uncomfortable with the way you came home last night. Let him know how you feel and let him make the decision of what mm-hmm. he wants to do. You have no right." to control him. And can you imagine him going back to his friends and saying, my mommy won't let me go? Oh, my God. <laughs> that probably oh wouldn't sit too well. I think you'd actually be canceled from the guys' nights if you yeah. came and said that kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you were, you were married for a long time. Did, so you would let your partner go out, get intoxicated, no big deal, come home, have a good time, just let me know you're okay. Like, no issues with you guys. As long as he wasn't driving? Yeah. And long as there was no violence or any kind of problems with it and you come home, you go to bed, leave me alone.
Mm. Okay. I don't. I don't dictate what another grown man gets to do. He gets so many points in the bank from going to work every day, from being a good father, from being a good husband, that when he needs to let off some steam or maybe he drinks too much, I'm sure he didn't intend to, Yeah, give him the points in the bank and let him go. Okay. I think okay. these women are in for a rude awakening when their husbands finally grow a set. Okay. We hear that. Thank you so much for calling us. Appreciate you. Thank you. Hey, William from Baltimore, you actually have an interesting theory here. And what is that? My theory is pretty simple. It's that men are, uh, we're simple. Bottom line is we're simple. As soon as we get into deep into that relationship and the stress of the relationship starts uh, riding on us and the tension of making a living, the sexual tension in the house starts building, uh, we, you know, we're, we just need our release. And if it's not going to come necessarily in the bedroom, we may need it just with our friends out enjoying ourselves. We don't need to bottle up that tension. We can just go out there for a few hours, get our drink on, get our laugh on with our friends. And that could actually benefit our relationship as long as we do it in a controlled manner. So what you're saying here is that you feel like if guys are in unhappy relationships, there's a lot of tension at home and things just aren't happy, that they're going to be more inclined to have wanting to go have guys' nights out. I mean, Jess, do you agree with that theory? Like, the more your guy is going out having a good time with his friends, mm-hmm. is he liking his home life less? I don't know if I necessarily agree with that because I think it's, I think there needs to be a responsibility factor. I don't have anything against guys' nights. I think they're necessary because I don't want anyone telling me that I can't go hang out with my friends, um, but I also don't think it's cool to, like, come home at 2 a.m. and wake up the kids. There, okay, listen, I don't necessarily 100% agree with that theory, but I think there may be something there. Like, if your guy's going out all the time, let's say every weekend, if your guy, and listen, I'm all about, especially if I've been divorced and worked on myself and, like, put a lot of time into it, like, I think that you have to have your own separate life. It's very important, right? But, like, if your guy every weekend is going out and, like, living like he was single, like, before you, maybe there is something to that. Now. Now. These are the top three trending stories in the city. The Baltimore Top Three with Jess. Number three. Football is back and the Ravens open the season at home against the Houston Texans with a 25-9 victory on Sunday. J.K. Dobbins ran for an early touchdown before leaving with a torn Achilles. Coach Harbaugh has confirmed he will be out for the rest of the season and our house go out to J.K. this morning. Odell Beckham Jr., who signed with Baltimore in the offseason, played for the first time since injuring his knee in the Super Bowl two seasons ago. He caught two passes and drew a couple of pass interference calls, including one that set up Justice Hill second touchdown. Lamar threw for 169 yards, but acknowledged there were a couple of hiccups in yesterday's game. Take a listen. To be honest, Jeff, I didn't think that. You know, uh, just having that little pass, the fumble, like uh, the BS in the session, I wasn't I wasn't expecting that at all. But, you know, um, like you said, we haven't been playing. You know, I haven't played since, like, November. I um, haven't played preseason, but I feel like it's the first game, you know, things like that may, you know, may come up, not just with us, you know, throughout the league. And, you know, but we got a dub, just move forward and, and just focus and practice a little hard on the things we messed up on. The Ravens will travel to Cincinnati for a divisional matchup against the Bengals this Sunday, September 17th at 1 p.m. It is true. Let's give, let's give them guys some credit. You know what I mean? Like, 
especially like Lamar. Some of these guys haven't played in a long time on that field, you know, and to pull off the game they pulled off yesterday, yes. still, even with some fumbles, I think we're going to be okay. Listen, listen, before every single one of us goes to work today and tries to say, Lamar, what are we paying you for? Everybody relax. <laughs> Everybody relax. It was the first game of the season, and we got some new players in the cast. We will get it together. Number two. Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis are facing significant backlash for writing letters of support for their That 70s Show co-star, Danny Masterson. After he was convicted of raping two women in the early 2000s, he was sentenced to 30 years to life in prison. Kutcher and Kunis released a video on Instagram addressing the backlash. A couple months ago, Danny's family reached out to us and they asked us to write character letters to represent the person that we knew for 25 years so that the judge could take that into full consideration relative to the sentencing. The letters were not written to question the legitimacy of the judicial system or the validity of the jury's ruling. They were intended for the judge to read and not to undermine the testimony of the victims or re-traumatize them in any way. Many people took to X, formerly known as Twitter, to criticize the couple for writing um, that he was a role model uh, one of Masterson's accusers wrote on her Instagram story saying, quote, that Kutcher is just as sick as Masterson for supporting him and actually one of the victims Masterson was convicted of raping, still known as Jane Doe Number 1, spoke out against the couple in a statement saying, quote, the video was incredibly insulting. My hope is that they learn radical accountability and the importance of self-education. Honestly, terrible situation to be in for those guys. You know what I mean? Awful situation to have to sit here like for example, you make this is I always think of stories like this where you hear of people that are like married to serial killers for like thirty years and have no idea, right? Like what's happening behind the scenes. And like, I love this man. This is love my life. Never done, never had a bad day in her life. You right, know, like right. from their experience, he may have been a really good guy. That's not discounting what he did. What he did was off, absolutely awful. But mm-hmm. like from their experience. Mm-hmm. Never did anything wrong to us. Great to work with. What's the problem here? You know, so I think but that now that sounds terrible. Yeah, but to victims, like, how does that how does that hit you? It's bad. Yeah. It's bad. Number one. Google Trends released its annual pumpkin spice report, including the food each state is Googling more than other states. So they broke this down into five categories, baked goods, sweets, snacks, cereal, and a miscellaneous category. In Maryland, landed in the snacks category with the pumpkin spice goldfish being the most Googled item in our state. Baked goods was the leading category, including 18 states. Nine states fell in a miscellaneous. So, interesting picks, pumpkin spice spam in Arizona. And Delaware is very into pumpkin spice deer jerky. Where's that pumpkin spice crab meat? Anybody seen that yet? Like, when you see, when you see, and there is, let us know that. If there's pumpkin spice crab meat in the state of Maryland. Do we want that? We, I don't think so, but I can't, I can't believe there's not one person in the state that hasn't created that yet. You know what I mean? Just because the phenomenon itself, which is pumpkin spice. Mm -hmm. If you've seen it, text us 410-583-1065. This is Jess, and that was your top three. It is time for our Talk Me Out of It update, where we check in with people who had, quote unquote, crazy ideas from the the week before. Jess, catch us up with the anonymous we get her on. Anonymous wanted to lie to her sister about her sister's baby's gender. Her sister's pregnant with her third child and her first two kids are boys and she's been having a really, really hard time being a boy mom and she expressed to her that she would basically have a breakdown and she found out it was another boy. So she wanted to lie and tell her sister she was having a girl to avoid a public breakdown in front of a bunch of family and friends. So... We never find out before you do. We always just bring everybody on live to figure out what happened. So let me get her on. Hi, Anonymous. 
Hi. <laughs> did you did you lie about about the gender? So I did. I just figured if I can save her from this emotional turmoil and public emotional turmoil, that it, it wouldn't be that big of a deal because when she does give birth and finds out it's another boy, she's not going to care because she has a beautiful new baby. Mm. So I feel like for the next couple of months to keep her happy and to keep her calm and collected that this was my only route. Well, wait, what did you, uh, what did you do for the, the gender reveal? Um, we did a cake. So luckily I have a friend who's like a pastry chef and last minute I... It was very last minute, like two, a day and a half before I came to the conclusion that, like, I was going to do a pink cake, like, pink interior with, like, um, multicolored exterior. Mm-hmm. And I uh, I asked my friend, and she made it for me. So that part wasn't as difficult as, like, it might have been for someone else who did it last minute. But yeah. everything else, like, the decorations and stuff, that was just, like baby like what will it be those were like yellow and so your sister so your sister right now is under the impression that she's having a daughter yep what was her reaction like was she thrilled because she was really really happy really happy so i'm i'm scared because yeah you guys (laughs) because i guess i didn't think about that when we talked on thursday i guess i didn't think about like I was just thinking, like, oh, it'll be a solid, like, yay. But I didn't realize that at some point, then mm-hmm. I guess she's going to have to digest that she's not having a girl. Are you happy with your decision? Like, how are you feeling right now? Yeah, I'm happy. I'm happy I did it. I'm nervous for when it actually, you know, comes to fruition. But yeah. she is happy, and that makes me happy. So what are you going to do when she calls you after the birth <laughs> yeah. of your new nephew? I'm going to say that it was a mistake. I'm just going to say, oh, I, I must have read it wrong. Okay, so you're you're going to stick with this lie for the rest of your life then, that, that you that, that it's you said, it said girl. Yeah, I could always say, like, oh, it was written as, like, the boy-girl signs, and I just misunderstood oh, it. Oh, like the, the, the gender, okay. Uh-uh. uh-uh. <laughs> no. I mean, no. I, I forget which one's which, too, so, like, I don't know. Maybe. I'm mad. I'm mad for your sister right now. Okay. But you feel good, and, uh, you know, I hope that no matter what, we get a healthy baby on the yes, way. and everyone. And I hope that you're right. I hope that, like, once she sees it's actually a boy, or she finds mm-hmm. out that, like, it's going to be just as happy as, as she was, you know, finding out it was a girl, right? I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure when, like, the shock comes out you know like yeah. when that leaves her body she'll be just as happy okay. okay yeah listen hey you're you're the you're the boss here you know your sister way better than us so listen we're always always <laughs> thankful for anyone that calls us back to give us the update so thank you so much for doing that today yeah thank you <laughs> thanks for listening make sure you subscribe to get the show daily and if you think we burned it Give us five stars. Hear Kramer and Jess live every morning on Mix 106.5 Baltimore. And check out the Kramer and Jess Uncensored podcast at KramerandJess.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. 
Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.